This is the KFDM Morning Podcast from the most watched news team in Southeast Texas. Let's get you a look at what's going on in your morning headlines. Israel continued to pound Gaza with deadly airstrikes this morning, displacing more than 100,000 people. The attack sending waves of injured Palestinians to overwhelmed hospitals after Hamas threatened to kill civilian hostages and broadcast the executions if airstrikes target Gaza without warning. Israeli leadership indicating that the fury unleashed on Gaza will not likely abate anytime soon. Reed Binion has the latest. We have begun, and I emphasize we have only begun to strike at Hamas. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu vowing that military retaliation on Gaza will only intensify after Hamas's brutal terror attacks in Israel. The images of the devastation and destruction from the Hamas strongholds in Gaza are just the beginning. Hundreds of Palestinians have been killed after hundreds of Israelis were killed and kidnapped in Hamas's surprise weekend incursion and bloody assault. Nothing can justify pulling innocent children from their homes, murdering them, dragging them through the streets. New York Mayor Eric Adams joining political leaders from across the U.S. from both parties in condemning the Hamas attacks and pledging to stand with Israel. We will see once again the steadfast resolve of the people of this state and this nation to stand alongside the Jewish, Jewish people and the, and the nation of Israel. We stand with Israel. Those pledges of support coming as Hamas threatens to broadcast the executions of hostages if Israel targets people in Gaza without warning. I'm Reed Binion reporting. Hamas claimed it was holding more than 100 hostages, including Israeli army officers. Israel as Israel's ambassador to the United Nations said Monday Hamas fighters are holding as many as 150 people hostage in locations across Gaza. Locally, the frightening, disturbing images of war in Israel are impacting southeast Texans thousands of miles away. Beaumont City Councilman Mike Gett serves as board president of the Temple Emanuel Brotherhood. It's the only Jewish temple in the city. Getz has family members who live in Israel, and he calls the attack horrific. As board president of Temple Emanuel, Getz says members have discussed safety measures at the temple, but no new measures will be put in place at this time. Getz says he's disgusted by some of the images he's seen in the aftermath of the attack. He believes a two-state system between Palestinians and Israelis will never work. I really don't think we have too much to worry about from Hamas or Hezbollah in Beaumont, Texas, but I am concerned about the anti-Semitism that has cropped up in this country. Getz asked for prayers for Israel and for financial support for those who are able. This morning, Texas lawmakers are back in Austin for what looks to be an explosive special session. This is now the third special session of the year. Fights over school vouchers, border security, COVID-19 restrictions, they're all on the agenda. All controversial special session topics on their own and all falling in the shadow of the Texas Republican Party divided against itself. The fallout continues this morning in the state legislature after a war of words between House Speaker Dade Phelan of Beaumont and Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Patrick is calling on Phelan to resign, accusing the speaker of using the war in Israel for his own political gain. 
Morning Show's Katrina Adger joins us in the studio with more this morning. Trina. Well, Dan and Macy, Phelan is demanding that elected officials, including Patrick, return money they received from Political Action Committee, a leader that a leader of that committee, Defend Texas Liberty, recently hosted well-known white supremacist Nick Fuentes. Patrick says he never thought Phelan would stoop so low. And while Patrick condemned Fuentes, he did not defend Texas Liberty or address returning a $3 million contribution he received from the group. I just think it's shameful and disgraceful that, it's, that someone can't just walk away from what we're seeing right now and this kind of this rot, this gross rot in a certain wing of the Texas Republican Party. Defend Texas Liberty also paid for campaign flyers supporting Phelan's opponent in next March's Republican primary, David Covey. Covey responded with this statement saying, Phelan is desperately trying to distract from his failed leadership and liberal policies. Anyone using the war in Israel as a political weapon is a disgrace and has no credibility to lead in Texas. He should resign immediately, and if he doesn't, with the help of the community in House District 21, we will retire him on March 5th. We, of course, will be following this story as it develops, and it sounds like it certainly will. Yeah, I, I think you're right. It's not the last we'll hear about this yeah, right. for sure. All right, thank you, Trina. Appreciate that. Well, joining forces to safeguard children and the community. That's the goal the Beaumont City Council and BISD School Board set in a joint meeting yesterday. Trustees and council members talked about addressing youth crime together. One school board member believes mental health issues among young people play a role in many of the behavioral problems and crimes in the community. I think about 50% of, of, of the illegal behaviors occur because individuals are mentally ill in some fashion. So Council and the school board also talked about reinstating the Green Team, a summer internship program for incoming BISD seniors to work in various areas in the community. U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Galveston District will host a special presentation and media roundtable on the Port Arthur project today, providing Beaumont Port Arthur area residents a detailed look at ongoing improvements to help protect the Port Arthur area from hurricane-related storm surge. Today's roundtable will be following an update to the Port Arthur City Council. It will include an overview of the Sabine Pass to Galveston Bay mega project and the status of the $863 million Port Arthur project specifically, including details on construction contract status and the project's path moving forward. And now your daily forecast from the KFDM Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. Meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here is a look at your forecast. It is Tuesday. October the 10th. Going to be looking at overcast skies across southeast Texas today. Moisture surging in from the south and uh, that moisture is going to be with us for a couple of days. Only a small 10% coverage of showers mainly along the coast late this afternoon. Temperatures today will top out into the lower 80s with a southeast wind that should average out to just a little more than 10 miles an hour. Through the overnight hours into Wednesday, we're going to continue to see the moisture surge. Two sources really bringing in the moisture. We've got a decaying tropical system in the eastern Pacific 
Tropical Storm Lydia that's going to continue to work its moisture across Mexico and eventually working its way out into the western Gulf of Mexico. We also have an area of disturbed weather in the southern Bay of Campeche that is working its way northward as well. So a developing area of low pressure doesn't look like there's going to be much hope for development. Hurricane Center says maybe a 20% chance it develops, but bottom line, it's going to be a pretty quick moving system as it brings rain and uh, widespread shower activity to southeast Texas coming up on Wednesday. As a matter of fact, we'll be looking at a 70% coverage of showers by the time we wake up on Wednesday morning. Chances of rain peak out at 80 during the middle part of the morning and then slowly decrease as we head throughout the afternoon. Because of the clouds and rain on Wednesday, high temperatures are only expected to stay in the lower 70s. From there, things will slowly clear out. Partly to mostly cloudy skies expected on Thursday. Then yet another cold front heading to southeast Texas on Friday night. That's going to drop our temperatures back into the 70s for highs Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. While overnight lows like this week will drop into the lower 50s with some upper 40s definitely possible up into the lakes area. And it looks like, believe it or not, temperatures stay in the upper 70s all the way through the middle part of next week. When it does look like maybe in days 8 and 9 towards the end of next week. Yet another cold front heading to southeast Texas, so getting some fronts to come through on a fairly regular basis now. High tide comes up at 3.05 this morning and again at 129 this afternoon. Water temperature still sitting at 76 degrees. There is a low risk of rip currents today. Sunrise 7.15, sunset at 6.51. Allergies, big time allergies today. Tree pollen is high. The weed pollen is very high. Grass pollen is moderate and the mold spores are high. This is one of the worst allergy forecasts that we've had here in southeast texas in quite a while so if you're an allergy sufferer beware of that as you get ready to head out the door today recapping your forecast for this tuesday cloud cover likely highs in the lower 80s with a better shot at showers and maybe a couple thunderstorms coming into your forecast on wednesday don't forget you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com you can follow us on social media we're on facebook instagram and twitter and don't forget to download our free weather app it's available on your ios and android devices that's going to do it for your tuesday morning from the kfdm and fox 4 weather center I'm meteorologist chad sandwell have a great day thanks for listening and join us again tomorrow for the kfdm news podcast